Welcome to My Heart Songs Podcast number 168, Intimations of Mortality. This week marked the fourth anniversary of my father's death at his home. He decided to stop eating and drinking after his second bout with significant rectal bleeding within 10 days. The internet states that VSED, an acronym for Voluntary Stopping Eating and Drinking, quote, is a decision made by a competent adult to stop further intake of food and fluids with the goal of hastening his or her death. It is an intentional and voluntary non-coerced choice to hasten death by a decisionally capable person who suffers intolerably from an incurable and progressive or terminal illness, close quote. I was blessed to be there with him every step of the way through that courageous decision. My daughters and wife and I had a small celebration of his zaniness and remarkable life, with a lit candle in front of photos all day, many stories, and a food feast, of course. I also learned a friend in his 60s had died suddenly, someone with whom I had practiced Aikido for many years. This even as I prepared to go to another memorial of a dear friend, known through our men's gatherings, at the end of the month. And there was a brief descent into the Western medicine rabbit hole with a bout of complete urinary retention. Now, I'm the type of person who has root canals done without mouth gnoming, never take anything for colonoscopy, had cataract surgery with no anesthesia or relaxant, and tried to convince my surgeon to just do a local for hernia repair, but he said he needed me under for better muscle relaxation. All about an inner practice of seeing the pain as an interesting phenomenon, and fluffing up some visualized clouds around its intensity. Took all my inner resources to deal with the rock-hard bladder pain, literally one breath at a time, as my wife drove me to the ER, me barking at her to both go faster and slow down for any bumps. Pain that took over my whole being for sure until that catheter got inserted almost five hours after the first indications that I might be completely blocked up. Thought some extra saw palmetto in a warm bath would do the trick, but they only delayed getting much-needed relief. Blessings on Mr. Foley, who invented the catheter, and his offspring. I mention these episodes because I want to emphasize two essential points, the first of which is that you are always your own best advocate when dealing with the bevy of professionals who want to tell you how to do your body right down to the final moments. Uncle Google's advice is often mired in reams of details, statistics, and guidance searching for the proverbial needle of useful truth in the haystack of misleading or downright misleading or downright wrong information. Thankfully, the father-knows-best paternal let-me-decide-for-you attitude of the worst of physicians with their inability to listen or be questioned remains in decline. And in the end, there is often still just a lot of we-don't-know reflecting the constantly evolving state of the art of medicine. So step up into being your own best advocate. Get, an, get educated about whatever mortality reminder is currently in your face and seek assistance from those you trust. It was their eyes and the terror lurking within them that I remember most. Not quite 27 and in charge of a pediatric emergency room in Spanish Harlem. EMTs called in to say they were bringing a pediatric knife wound to the head. We were already swamped with the usual array of youthful colds, pneumonia, earaches, diarrhea, asthma, toy trucks, stuck-up little noses, febrile seizures, lacerations, and broken bones. 
I got the main trauma room set up and alerted to neurosurgery just in case. In he came on a stretcher, IV already going, not much blood anywhere, scared out of his wits. Vital signs, okay. In fact, this 12-year-old seemed pretty much normal except for one glaring anomaly. He had a knife sticking straight up out of his head. Decades later, in a remote part of Dankalia in Eritrea in eastern Africa, where tire tracks in the sand constituted the only road, we stopped near a cluster of huts because it was time for my Muslim driver to pray. Somehow it became known I was a physician and I was summoned to a straw-roofed, dirt-floor, stick-walled home. I gave some toys to the few children running about, and then an anxious mother took my hand and brought me inside to see her beautiful 18-month-old lying on a cot bed. He could not sit or walk. Flies were all over his body, some sores and possibly feces on his back. Through an interpreter, I asked about the history and learned that he did not breathe for a long time after being born and some neurologic damage is clear because he was beginning to develop some contractures and was unhappy when I tried to fully straighten straighten out his arms or legs. I showed the mother some stretching and massaging exercises, knowing I had to give her a kernel of hope that he might improve over time in terms of his development. I encouraged her to visit the local clinic. The baby looked in my eyes, and I saw the beginning of awareness there. He somehow already knew he was living in a damaged body that could not do what other children could. What I learned from these two encounters was that although high-tech medicine has its place, a calm, reassuring manner and hope are just as essential for good medicine. That is the second point of these brief musings today. When fear arises in its many disguises, sometimes it's just best to hold someone's hands and tell them, silently or otherwise, that it will all be okay. I'm not talking about dispensing a hefty dose of denial here, just the honoring of human-to-human comforting that is part of any true healing. Dogs know how to do it without a workshop or Zoom meeting. These are two important parts of our shield against the inevitable onslaught of aging travails. Be your own best advocate and let in that soothing balm of someone being present, listening, and willing to hold your hand through the worst of it. Thanks as always for listening, and remember friends and family can easily sign up at myheartsongs.org.